Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now on the Daily Mix Show. Damn. Some birds aren't meant to be caged. Yet, here we are, butt naked, eating soggy bologna sandwiches. Figure it's time to get busy living and get busy winning. Let's play Cellmates! Cellmates is the game where lawbreakers become game changers. And this week, we have been playing for Steel Panther tickets. They're going to be at Showbox Soto on Saturday, April 27th. Now, let's meet our cellmates. We have Chris in Hillsboro. The cops made you dump out your beers and toss your pipes into the river, which is littering, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was either that or get arrested. (laughs) So that was the deal. They said, hey, just chuck it in the river and you guys can leave. Yeah, two of my buddies had their license because we were sophomores in high school. And uh, somebody got us some beer, probably an older brother. Yeah. And there we were down in the park kicking some hacky sack, having a good time. It was after dark on a weekend. Oh, I was going to ask you, like, do you guys skip school to do something like this? Because I had some buddies that died, they would always just bail out on school to do hacky sack and smoke weed. Oh, we do that on a daily okay. basis. <laughs> <laughs> do you still play but, hacky uh, sack? Oh, I'm 56 years old. That would uh, put me in the hospital. <laughs> might break a hip playing hacky sack now. So nobody got in, in any trouble aside from, you know, losing out on your party supplies? No. They they told the drivers, you guys drive straight home. If I see you anywhere else, I'm going to arrest you. And they told the rest of us, you're walking. I think I had to walk like five miles, home, which was kind of nothing back in the day. We walked everywhere. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, they, they, they wouldn't do that today. Everybody would have been in like going to treatment or whatever. Getting MIPs. Yeah. But I, I can understand that. If you're a cop, you're like, I got better things to worry about than these little knuckleheads over here. Just, just I'll punish them by making them throw all their crap away and then just don't make me have to yeah, go check it down later. We had to dump out our weed and grind it into the gravel. Oh. That they, just makes they, me they sad. Made sure that, they made sure the party was over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you're going to party in your cell with your cellmate, Jerry. Jerry in Seattle, you got tased in the forehead because you ran from the cops. I certainly did, yeah. In the I was, forehead? Uh, yeah, literally by my probation officer in my, uh, this was, you know, 15 years ago or whatnot. I was pretty dumb in my early 20s. And uh, 
I had not checked in with my my probation officer. I was on probation, and and they ended up showing up at my dad's house. So I took off running. You know, obviously, I knew I was going to get arrested since I had ran for probation, and I ran up the stairs. So he was kind of pointing up with the taser and shot the taser. One prong hit me in the forehead, Ooh. and I was able to. It didn't take me down because the whole thing didn't connect, right? So I was able to pull it out, and they eventually got me, but. I didn't drop. Or I didn't get dropped from the taser, so that was good. I'm just picturing that scene from uh, The Hangover. Yes. <laughs> oh, pretty much. That's exactly how it is, too. Dang. So, what kind of trouble? Okay, don't say that word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, jail. We don't like when people say the word jail. It's no. Yeah, jail. <laughs> exactly. Man, if I was, I, I'm trying to think of like, would you? Aim, I, I want. Did he aim for your forehead, or was it just that the thing came out and it hit you in the forehead? Yeah, I think he, I don't think he was aiming for my head and whatnot, but, you know, if it would have been a couple inches down, um, it could have hit my eye. I could have, you know, gone blind or yeah. a lot more serious than just right there, you know. Where, so, where do they aim for typically I, with a taser? Is I would aim anything? for the junk. I'd aim for the junk every single time. That's brutal. Why not? Yeah, for real. For real. Well, Steve Miggs, based on the severity of these crimes, which of our cellmates should go first in the game? Let's go with Jerry getting tased in the head. <laughs> Jerry. Yeah. All right, Jerry, first question to you for Steel Panther tickets. Which country music star is singing the national anthem at Super Bowl 58? Ooh, uh, let's go with, uh, I don't know, Luke Bryan? Wrong. It is Lady Reba McIntyre. Reba. All right, Chris, if you get this right, you are going to Steel Panther. The dog in the sandlot is nicknamed the Beast. What was the dog's actual name? I have no clue. Fido? His name name is Hercules. Hercules. All right, Jerry, back to you. How long does it take for light to travel from the sun to the earth? Is it more than 10 minutes or less than 10 minutes? I would say more than 10 minutes. Wrong. Wrong. It is actually less than. It is eight and one-third minutes. All right, Chris, your question. In their famous song, Rockin' Me Baby, the Steve Miller Band describes how they went from Phoenix, Arizona, all the way to what city? Oh, Phoenix, Arizona, Philadelphia, Atlanta. You said it. You said it. It was Tacoma, baby. I like that you're singing the whole verse, though. That was awesome. You get extra credit. I'll be honest. When you first asked that question, like, what what kind of stupid question is that? Oh yeah, the Tacoma part. That was pretty cool. Arizona, all the way to Tacoma, and now you're going all the way to Steel Panther. Nice. Congratulations, my friend. My kid's gonna be stoked. Hell yeah! Wait, a father-son adventure to Steel Panther? Yeah. Oh, man. He's going to learn some new words. <laughs> yes, how, he is. How old's your son? He's 22, and one of the proudest moments in my life. He was 12 years old. I'm driving home from school. Got the radio on. KISW, of course. And Black Dog came on. And he goes, oh, my God, this is Black Dog. I love Led Zeppelin. I had no idea that he had discovered Led Zeppelin. Oh, dude, that's badass. We love a little rocker. That's awesome. I hope you guys have a blast at the show. 
We will. Thank yeah. you. You have to call and let us know how that experience was. At first, I was like, oh, he's so young. But yeah, he's in his 20s. He's already learned a lot of words. He's going to be completely fine. But dude, I get that, man. That moment just the other day with my kid grooving out to Green Day on, oh, on yeah. in the car. And I was just like, do I got a little rocker on my hands? Because, like, you know, we haven't really exposed her to a lot of music other than, like, Louie and Peppa Pig and some other, like, safer, you know, kids-friendly songs, like Casper Baby Pants and stuff like that. But then all of a sudden I see her, like, jamming out to the new Green Day record. And I'm like, I'm in for this. My, ki- my kid is not... Not cool like that yet. We're still listening to the bulldozer song by Blippy. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean that's, I mean that's high rotation, right? If I put on anything that I like, he throws a complete tantrum. So I'm still working on it. I know it, I, my life has gone down a weird road when I got fired up that Peppa Pig put on a new dance record. <laughs> oh no! And I was like, oh, we got some new tunes. Is it like? When you say dance record, is it like dance music? Yeah. Like EDM Peppa Pig? Well, it's not like, you're not going to go to like a rave and hear it, but it's definitely upbeat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's in a high rotation in our car right now. What the hell is the name of that record? If you want to give a shout out to the, the new to Peppa, Peppa Pig. To the new Peppa Pig record. I mean, because I'm sure people just want to know my review of the new Peppa Pig album. We had a Peppa Pig phase that lasted about two weeks. Yeah. That was yeah. it. <laughs> They do a lot of snorting. It's called Cinema Party, the album, including great songs like Everybody Party, Let's Dress Up, and The Wheels on the Party Bus. That sounds like like you could throw it on at the club. It does. I always play a fun game. I don't say it out loud, but I always try and figure out how I can incorporate curse words into the songs. Wow. Because it's a song about a ship. Peppa Pig After Dark? S-H-I-P. Yeah. And I changed that word to a different word that doesn't end with the letter P. But I never say it out loud, but I sing it in my head. And I'm a little scared that one day I will sing it out loud, not even realizing it, because it makes it seem more gangster when when Peppa's cursing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Well, my husband just did something that he is not very happy about, Rockaholics. On the other hand, I am excited about it. What exactly is going on in my household? I will tell you after the Foo Fighters. The Daily Mix Show. Well, Rockaholics, in my household, whenever my husband and I have like news that we're going to deliver to the other one, we always say, as a joke, we say, now hear me out. Okay. And I came home yesterday with that. I said, now hear me out. My sister had a baby a couple, uh, a week ago, and I've got to make some travel plans to go down there. So I wanted to talk to Brad about, you know, the calendar and whatever. And he said, essentially, like, well, don't book anything for this specific day. Okay. And I'm like, what's happening on that day? And he told me that he's scheduled his vasectomy. Boom. (laughs) Finally. Is is he going to Dr. Les Wang? (laughs) There's another one called Dr. Snip. Dr. Snip, I know. And then I love that the vasectomy doctors come up with like <sighs> fun stage names. Genius. Because those are legit doctors. I've heard that Dr. Snip gives like a goodie bag too. What's in a goodie bag? Like a parting gift. I have no idea. Is it like, you know, like little like kid scissors? And- and like a teeny tiny ice pack. <laughs> For that region. Do you remember like the, 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 the toy when you were a kid? It was like, like this, like, I think it was called like a wet willy. And it looked like a certain something. And you oh, hold it and it like slides oh, in your hands. I know exactly what I don't you're know, talking I don't about. know what it's called. But you know yeah. where I used to always get those was at the toy store in Leavenworth. Yes. That was always where they had those things. Oh, yeah. It was always in the random toy stores like where it was like a dollar toy Ugh. or a dollar store. And it's just like you hold it and it just slides in your hands. But it looks kind of like a unit. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. Oh. If they gave a little gift bag and it was that and a, a little pair of like kid scissors. Something to play with while yeah. you can't play so with yourself for a while. So he's getting it done. He's getting it done. And then I think you got to like take it easy for like a couple days. And then I, I don't know how long you're supposed to abstain from activities. I, I forget. I had a friend who did it, 
But then they actually did end up having a kid or <gasps> got pregnant again after the vasectomy. Well, I started doing some. But their relationship was. I, I think if you just looked at her and said hi, she got pregnant. Oh like my they, god! It was like it was a very fertile couple. <laughs> So this, even after a vasectomy, still getting pregnant. This research that I have done. Well, first of all, you have to you have to like send in a sample after the fact to make sure that it worked. Oh, okay. But I think you have to wait like two or three months before you do that to make sure that everything's kind of like healed up and all the swimmers that had existed are now out of your system. What a strange situation. Hey, babe, I need I need ten minutes. <laughs> I got to get the doctor to sample. It's bonkers. So, and he's not happy about getting the vasectomy. Well, he's not. It's not like he's not happy. I think he's just as. Many nervous. men have been. He's very nervous. Yeah. If he feels a little like, you know, like he's being neutered, <laughs> like a dog. And I, well, I mean, you know, he's I still going to have his boys. Him. Yeah. But I think he's, I think he's just a little bit sad. But so, and you know, he, so he has two older children. We have Barrett together. And his thing he used to always say is, well, what about my third family? <laughs> so <laughs> now there's not going to be a third family. He's, he's just stopping it too. Well, that's good. That means that you guys should be able to stick it through forever now. I hope so. Yeah, well, that's the plan. Have, yeah, he doesn't have any now ulterior motives of creating a new family. No, but it's, uh, you know, I'm kind of excited. It's going, it's, so he's having it going into St. Patrick's Day weekend, mm-hmm. which we have a couple things to celebrate that weekend. There's obviously St. Patrick's Day. It's also going to be the 11 year anniversary of him not drinking. Okay. So I have to like shower him with gifts or something like that. Well, you can't have sex now. I know I can't it. reward him. <laughs> and they say, I read that like most, most people can resume like normal activity after about a week, but I'm like, does that include like normal activity? <laughs> In our household. I mean, I feel like that's probably what it does. I mean, I, I would imagine. Mm. Well, somebody just texted in saying, my wife asked me to have a vasectomy. I joked, why should I get one? Don't we need to have sex? I sat on this couch for a long time after that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I feel like a lot of my friends, their their husbands have had vasectomies. So I know Brad's joining a, an elite club of guys that have, have done the deeds and now they're done doing the deeds. Yeah, so I had my vasectomy. They told me I needed to wait a few days until you know what? I wasn't in any pain. They said, uh, oh, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> they had to do something 25 or 30 times before yes! coming back to test the count. Okay, so, so that yeah. was the thing that I was when I read that it said like wait. it said like three months or twenty to thirty times, and I'm like, okay. Well, a high school Steve would be able to accomplish that in like two days. That, uh, and, and I'm we have we have adult a very, Steve that might take me a little while. We have we we have an active right. relationship, but I'm like we're gonna have to be on it. Yeah, like, literally. 25 to 30 times before you could send a sample. Yeah, because that they got to get out what's what was in there. That might be the best way to sell it to a guy. Like, hey, look, after you get this done, you have to take care of business, In order preferably to know. with your significant other, maybe by yourself. But either way, you have to have, quote unquote, fun for 25 to 30 times before we can find out whether or not this actually worked. Well, if anybody would be excited about that pitch, it would be Brad. So Yeah, for science, he's got to have sex a lot. But they, I mean, it's a very non-invasive, you know, they just a tiny little incision. It's all good to go, right? Yeah. <laughs> Chad and Puyallup, you're going to weigh in on the vasectomy. Yeah. So actually, I've had one myself, and I just wanted to kind of talk about my experience. Tell us. So it was super positive. It was great. I did it with Planned Parenthood, actually. Um, huh. And uh, in the state of Washington, as far as I'm aware, if you have insurance, you don't got to pay for it. Um, as long as you do, like, the counseling appointment beforehand and stuff. Mm-hmm. I did all that. And I went in day of, did everything they told me to prepare, brought my bag of frozen peas for afterwards. I love that. And uh, 
Yeah, it was just fantastic. Uh, they numbed me up, and that was a little uncomfortable with the, you know, the needle down there. But um, I was just talking to the two ladies who were doing it the whole time, like nothing was happening. Like, were they hot? <laughs> that would be torture. One of them was really hot. Oh, oh why are they doing that to you? That person should not show up for those kind of situations. So, of course, I- you know, everything was very small because it's just a cold table. Oh. <laughs> how long of the? How long was the recovery for you? And was it bad? You know, uh, it was, they kind of told me it would be three or four days. Uh Uh-huh. It would take me a little longer. Um, But, you know, it went pretty well. And it was was so worth it for the peace of mind. And I just, you know, uh, I loved my experience. And everyone was so respectful. And they, you know, made sure that I really wanted to do it. I really want Brad to do it. Danny, <laughs> can, can we do it live on the air? And Danny and I can get my oh vasectomy my on the air. I do the show while we're being vasectomy. Would you get a vasectomy? <laughs> I would. My wife and I, we haven't really talked about it, though. Like, I mean, it, it brought up in passing. And we, I, I think she's of the mindset of, well, if you, if you want to get it, sure. Because we have no intentions of having another kid. Sure. But I just have never gotten around to doing that, you know, because it just kind of terrifies me a little bit. Danny? Oh, yeah. I'm 100% down. And I, it was funny because, like, we, you know, me and my girlfriend... For a while, we're deciding whether we wanted kids or not. And we're not sure still to this day. So we're not, I'm not going to get it now. However, I told her the minute we decide we're not having kids or we have one, I will be the first person in line to go get the vasectomy because yeah. I am not having any more after that. You don't need to have any more children. I do not need any more children. Lily, and if we have one other future child, it's enough, plenty. Or, yeah. or, or none, none at all. And at that point, I will go sign up. Adam and Everett just said I had a vasectomy at 20 years old after my second child was born. Don't regret it. It wasn't that big of a deal. But another person says this guy's incorrect. When I got mine, it was around 1000 bucks, and I had insurance. Wow. What kind yeah. of fancy place did he go to? What kind of torture is that? Not only do you have to have your boys nipped, but you have to pay for that? <laughs> no. Well, I wouldn't. You snipping this? You better pay me. No. Not uh, you personally. No, no, no. Yeah. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would not consider getting a vasectomy a guilty pleasure. But some of us do have guilty pleasures. This might be the segue of all segues. <laughs> the segue of a century from Taryn Daly. The spouse of someone on our show is obsessed with something that they consider to be a massive guilty pleasure. And we're going to tell you what it is at 820. The Daily Mix Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Rockaholics, what do you consider to be your guilty pleasure? I feel like we all have to have one. What are you into that might surprise people when they find out? 206-803-ROCK. You can call us up now and tell us all about it. The reason we're asking, Sarah's husband has a guilty pleasure. Yes. My- and it's something I don't even know what it means. Which is very sad. I'm very disappointed. I don't even know if any of you in the room will know what this is. But my husband is low-key obsessed with the reality show Vanderpump Rules. Where is it? What channel is this show on? Bravo, of course. Where all the reality shows thrive. All the best. The ones that rise to the top. I'm not too uh, hip to many reality shows anymore. My wife used to watch a lot of random reality shows like Below Deck. Oh, yes. And uh, The Kardashians. But ever since having Tatum, it's a lot harder to watch anything around our house because we're just always on the go and running around and keeping up with her. And and also, those aren't the type of shows you really want to watch while you don't want to watch Below Deck with your toddler. It's not really the proper show. For I that. mean, they don't ha- they don't have the swear words in it. It's no, they, well, they they do kind of push the envelope, and they they are of the mentality of a toddler. Because are they all hooking up below deck? Is that what's happening? They're, they're hooking up below, above, wherever deck. <laughs> if there's oh, a yeah. deck, they're yeah. hooking up. Yes, and with Vanderpump Rules. I don't know if any of you heard, but a thing called Scandaval happened and it made the airwaves and the reality. It was the biggest thing in our world. And that was in from our this whole, show. In our whole world. The was Scandaval. World. Yet today is the nice. first day. I'm today years old when I've heard the term uh, Scandaval. 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 What does that even mean? It was this long, long story short. This guy was sleeping with his best friend's fiance. Well, that makes sense for a reality show, of yeah. course. Oh, yeah. Do you know Vanderpump Rules? I know it because my sister watches it, and I've watched a fraction of one episode. I know absolutely nothing about this show. It's like a, she owns like a bar or well, something. Well, have you guys heard of Lisa Vanderpump? No. She was on another reality show, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Who the hell is... So this isn't a town of Vanderpump. No, this is a very, oh. very, very famous person. I don't oh, know Why Vanderpump. is she famous? She was on The Real Housewives of yeah, I never watched Beverly Hills. Was that the original one? Yes. Okay. Yes. And so she has opened many restaurants there in Vegas and LA. Was she already doing that when she was part of the Real Housewives? Or is that yes. something that. Okay. Okay. Got yeah, Danny, yeah. do you know Vanderpump Rules? Please say no. Yes. The only reason I know is because uh, my my side hustle, Emo Night, they made an appearance on the most recent episode of Vanderpump Rules, and they've had the stars come out and guest DJ in LA because they're that big. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and that's the only reason I know. But we even if you go to the e- the Emo Night store, there's a Vanderpump Rules. Is Vanderpump is or what is it? A Vanderpump. Every night is VPR night, which is a Vanderpump mm. Rules reference. Did you buy one of these there, Sarah? <laughs> Danny sent me it yesterday. He's like, you need this. No, George needs it. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I think he likes the show more than I do. And Does so, he watch it without you? Yes. Oh, okay. And so yesterday you got home and you recorded him explaining why this show is his guilty pleasure. Yes, because honestly, I watched the season premiere with my girls and he didn't have want, wanted nothing to do with that. Is this like his own time thing? Like he needs to watch it without you? We'll watch it together. But if I watch it somewhere else, he will watch it and catch up on his own. Mm. 
So he's in. He's he's way in. Are there hot ladies on it? Is Very hot. Okay, so uh, maybe that explains it. Well, let's hear from George and have him explain why he loves Vanderpump Rules. I love that you recorded him and grilled of him course. about this. So, the reality show Vanderpump Rules, right? Yes. How long have you been watching that show? Since it started. You've been watching it yeah. longer than we've been dating. So, that's like 10 years, right? Yeah. I'm looking on Wikipedia. I think it's going on its 11th season. Yes, that's correct. So, this isn't my influence at all? No. Okay, what would you say in like a sentence or two what the show was about? It started out as young people working in like this restaurant, but now they're like so rich from the show that none of them work in the restaurant and they're all friends but they all hate each other <laughs> that's actually a really good description, yeah, description. Yeah. that sums up our show really. that's a great yeah. plot yeah, right. <laughs> and what would you say is like your favorite part of the show like out of all the reality shows i watch why this one because they're like kind of our age and like they pretend to be like all grown up and sophisticated but they're still just like doing drugs and like partying and like getting blacked out and like yelling at each other and they're just like all a bunch of goons so do you low-key wish this was your life oh yeah oh yeah 100 percent. you're living vicariously through oh, yeah. them yeah so would you say this is your guilty pleasure oh for sure but it hasn't been the same without jacks <laughs> he was no idea what that yeah. means at no point has he said it's because of the hot chicks is it which? I genuinely think he likes the show and the drama. And I think, too, because we used to work in a restaurant, I really think this used to be his life. So do you think that a lot of people that have worked in the service industry are drawn to this show because of Oh, yeah, at first. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's hear why he loves Jack so much. He was my favorite character. Just Oops, just raging on the cocaine. Oh my Look at this. He was the number one guy in the group for sure. You would like him. So, so is the drug use like not not really censored? Or are they, they just, just chopping up coke on this show? They they have they have nicknames for it, but it's very obvious what you know. Like someone was freaking out because someone ate all their pasta one night. How could you eat their pasta? And we were like, oh, okay, pasta. Oh, that's is code, code for coke. Yes, exactly. Oh my! And gosh. sometimes you can kind of just tell when people are doing the drugs. Yeah, they're just real excited. Just happy to be there. You're really, really excited. Does that concern you that you, your husband really just romanticizes about the idea of just getting all hopped up on coke? Um, I mean, as long as he romanticizes it and doesn't actually do it, okay. that's fine. That we know of. Oh, he better not. No, he doesn't give me the vibe. Even just listening to him right there, he doesn't sound like he's hopped up on the coke. He he's pretty so chill. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. Does he not sound like he is dumb? He sounds like he is the hype man for the show. Like, he should be the one, when they do the reunions and things like that for reality shows, like, George should be the host. I just know he sounds so stupid. Hey, happy Valentine's Day next week, baby. <laughs> He's so dumb. He's not dumb, but he sounds dumb. 206-803-ROCK, we are talking about, that is George's guilty pleasure. What is your guilty pleasure, Rockaholics? What are you into that surprises people when they find out about it? We're going to take your calls after Nirvana. The Daily Make Show. 206-803-ROCK. We want to know from you, Rockaholics, what is your guilty pleasure? Something that you are really into that surprises people when they find out about it. Like Brother Joe and Renton, you love the Spice Girls. <laughs> awesome. Hey, guys. What's up, Brother Joe? Hey, yeah, well, I'm, uh, I'm 36. I'm getting married in 14 days from today in Mexico to my beautiful fiance. 
and I am not ashamed to say that our wedding playlist is jam-packed with Spice Girl hits. Nice. Okay, my question, what is your favorite Spice Girl song? Oh, God, I knew you were going to ask. Probably Two Become One. That's so romantic. What are we doing here? I need someone like I never needed love before. I want to make love to you, baby. Wait, they have more than one song? Yes. They have so many great hits. And I've seen the movie Spice World. I have too. Dude, I have that on VHS. I saw. I saw it in the in a movie theater actually with some of my buddies. But you paid the big bucks, Steve. Yeah, yeah. As much as I want to give you a hard time, I really don't know many Spice Girls songs. But at the time, I was a fan of the visuals. Yeah, cranking yeah. some Nirvana over there too, buddy. That's what's up. Well, that's awesome. My, and also, congratulations to him on getting getting hitched. My old band, uh, Peter Parker, way way back in the day, we covered Spice Girls "Wannabe." And we did like a Pixies version of it, and it was pretty awesome. That is dope. It was like one of those ones where you did the cover, and it took like about 30, 40 seconds before people started realizing what we were doing. And then you could just see like the smile on everyone's face. Like, I can't believe they're doing this right now. Okay, fair to admit that I think the Spice Girls are a little bit of everyone's guilty pleasure. Oh, yeah. I was actually surprised when he's in his mid-30s, and he said that that, because that's a little after, you know, before his time, which is scary to even say that the Spice Girls were before his time, but it was kind of before his time. Joe in Tiger Mountain, on Tiger Mountain, you love remote control cars, boats, and planes. Yeah, so, you know, when I was a kid, I grew up with them. I'm in my late 40s, and, you know, the technology back when we were kids just wasn't there. You know, a lot of them had a wire connected to it or this or that, but, you know, now the technology in these cars and planes and boats are just amazing, and now that I can afford these things... It's kind of a guilty pleasure, and God, I, I love them. They're so much fun so nowadays, you know, now that we're older. and Totally. Technology is just amazing. So my son is four, and he knows that YouTube exists. So he asks all the, all the time to watch. Um, it, it's like these like conventions, like these RC car conventions. The RC race cars? Yeah. Not even the race cars. It's like the construction ones or something okay. like that. that and it's, yeah, that too. And it's like, I mean, it's grownups yeah. out there digging dirt and, and dumping stuff and building roads with, with remote control vehicles. It's wild. Do I remember when I was... It, it, really cool we're around the same age i remember when i was a kid we had it was called the grasshopper and it was like it was yes. smoke. do you remember the grasshopper? that thing went fast absolutely and we that i remember most, yeah go ahead oh no i was gonna say we a few of us would get together and we had our own like someone had the grasshopper someone had something else a different like collectible or like you buy them at like a, a model race car store or whatever it was and then we'd go to a, a baseball a field at a park and race them in a circle all day long Yep, absolutely. And then, uh, you know, some of the hobby stores, I mean, they're not around like they are today, but, you know, that's where you'd find, you know, the grasshoppers, the Tamayas. The Hornet. Like me. my Yes, the Hornet. And my parents, you know, didn't have a lot of money, so we got a lot of ours from, like, Radio Shack. Yes. <laughs> I had the so Radio Shack just, one, too. So awesome nowadays. So how many of these do you actually own in the present day? Present day, I've got two boats. One of them does probably about 80 miles an hour on the water. Awesome. Um, I've got I got a Traxxas uh, Slash, which is a, it's like a stadium truck. It does probably about 60. And then um, I got a couple drones. Um, I got one plane that I'm going to be working on. So it's, you know, it, it nowadays it's, it's a lot of money, but, yeah. I mean, it's so much fun as being an adult because you can enjoy it 
more, and then if you do break it, you can basically afford to yeah. fix it. Yeah, so mom and your parents going pay. Right, mom and dad's not yelling at you because you, because we tried the remote control plane and my brother crashed one and they never like never again. You guys are never getting anything that goes in the air because you guys yeah. are idiots. And, even with the technology, with the drones and the planes, there's so much easier to fly. You can get a, you know, a, a beginner plane and, you know, get it up and you can hit a button and it'll come right back to you. Same with the drones. I mean, you know, these are, you know, little cheap drones. You don't have to get like a thousand, you know, $5,000 drone, but, yeah. you know, they're just fun to play with. And, you know, helicopters too. Helicopters are a little more trickier because they are a helicopter and their blades pitch back and forth. And, you know, you got the, you know, the back you know rotor and so yeah they can get a little you know spendy and you know it takes a little time and you know just to figure them out and you know just have fun go to the park and play with them do you have a, a significant other and if so did they give you a hard time about this um i was married but she would give me a little hard time just because some of the parts are expensive especially if you want to upgrade the shocks and yeah the motor the e you know the you know everything else but you know I don't care. I like having fun with them. And where, where do you? Because uh, your boat goes eighty miles per hour. Where, where do you take it? Do you take it like to like a, a lake or like where do you? Where just, can where can you test out? You can take it to a, a you know um, a lake or a big pond. Oh my god! That's awesome. Dude. What happens if you hit hit something with that boat going eighty miles an hour? Time to buy a new well, one. Well, I have I have flipped the boat once and I had to go swimming. So oh. usually they'll 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 bob up and down. Some of them are actually, they'll self-ride each other, so you hit the throttle and it'll self-ride it up to its, you know, on the on this bow. Well, Joe, man, appreciate you, we appreciate you calling, man. You just got me all nostalgic again from when, I, I, that's why I love hearing about this story. Yeah, man, like, the, yeah, the Hornet and the, yeah, this is all good. Yeah, I sucked at driving them, but I always loved having one. I'm ex- I want to buy, well, maybe not those super expensive ones, but I hope my kid gets into that kind of stuff, because you guys are getting me all hyped up You can now. get one on Amazon. You can get the, the Hornet for 136 bucks. All right. I mean, it's not cheap, but the, I can get you a, I, like I'm like dealing a, a car to you. I'm like, I can get you the grasshopper for $93. <laughs> What's it going to take to get you out the door with this Hornet today? <laughs> Rockaholics, how would you like to beat Steve? He is 35, 13, and 3 in 2024. 206-803-ROCK. We will play Beat Migs at 850. The Daily Migs Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 